Thank you for joining us here at His Hardline. You can find us at www.hisheartline.com. With God at the driver's seat, I am Jason, your co-host. You're listening to 1% or less with him. Let's get started. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you are in the world. And I am Jason, your co-host with God and Jesus Christ at my side. They are the ones in charge because they are the host. And uh, just happy to have you here today. It is Monday, June 13th, 2022. And uh, so today we're going to be reading out of the book of Proverbs. So Proverbs, we're going to be reading out of chapter 3. And we're going to be reading verses 21 through 35. And it's about justice towards one's neighbor brings blessing. And so uh, before I get started, uh, just a quick show note. If you could, just share the podcast far and wide. The website's also www.hishardline.com. And again, if you could, um, yesterday we got news that my wife's grandmother passed away. And so if you could, I just ask for all of your prayers for my wife and her side of the family as I deal with this, uh, this tragic loss, which happens to be the second one now within about four weeks now. So they would have been married. I confirmed it. They would have been married 75 years this year if they were both still alive. So they've been married 74, but we're going to call it 75 just for, for good measure because they, they almost were approaching their 75th. Uh, anniversary, which is amazing. I mean, some people don't even live that long, much less be married that long. So that's pretty, pretty amazing. And so anyway, yeah, if you could do that. And then also I asked for extra prayers for my wife, if you could, because boy, oh boy, she just can't catch a break. Because then yesterday when she got home, she uh, got my daughter out of the car and I was in the middle of doing a podcast, so I had no idea what was going on upstairs. And so um, when I got done with that 1% or less with him podcast yesterday, um, I just happened to hear her wailing, like crying, wailing. I'm like, okay, that does not sound like a sad crying because I'm like, that sounds like a painful wail. So I'm like rushing upstairs. And before I even get a chance to go upstairs, my wife, uh, my daughter's knocking at the door saying, um, hey, dad, I'm like, yeah she goes uh mommy's crying i'm like yeah i kind of figured so she goes no like she's really really crying i'm like and then i started hearing her really wailing I'm like oh boy and so i ran upstairs and turned out she slammed her middle finger on her right hand which is her dominant hand she slammed her right finger her middle finger on her right hand in the door full force i mean we're talking like any harder she probably would have decapitated the tip i mean she hit it pretty up pretty good so we had to put a splint on it and it's all bruised and so yeah it's um yeah she 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 had a she had better days uh for sure uh yesterday was not her day and so it's kind of also carrying over into today so anyway i just ask that all you guys out there pray a little extra prayer for my wife if you could that'd be great so we're going to start the reading again, Proverbs chapter 3, verses 21 through 35. And so it reads, My son, do not let these slip from your sight. Hold to deliberation and planning, so will they be life to your soul and an adornment for your neck. Then you may go your way securely. Your foot will never stumble. And when you lie down, you will not be afraid. When you rest, your sleep will be sweet. 
Do not be afraid of sudden terror, of the ruin of the wicked when it comes, for the Lord will be with your confidence and will keep your foot from the snare. Do not withhold any goods from the owner when it is in your power to act. Say not to your neighbor, go and come back tomorrow, and I will give it to you, when all the while you have it. Do not plot evil against your neighbors when they live at peace with you, and do not contend with someone without cause, with one who has done you no harm. Do not envy the violent and choose none of their ways. To the Lord, the devious are an abomination, but the upright are close to him. The curse of the Lord is on the house of the wicked, but the dwelling of the just he blesses. Those who scoff, he scoffs at, but the lowly he favors. The wise will possess glory, but fools will bear shame. A lot to unpack there in such a short amount of time. So one area that I highlighted when I was reading this earlier this morning um, was verse let's see here verse 25 where it says do not be afraid of sudden terror of the ruin of the wicked when it comes i'm going to read that again do not be afraid of sudden terror of the ruin of the wicked when it comes and i'm telling you it's coming the 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 ruin of the wicked i mean we're seeing it right now in dc with all these pride parades going on like the ruin of the wicked it's coming and it's coming for them it's coming for all these people that push in the crt crap in school it's coming for people who are trying to push you know drag queens and and lgbt agendas on kids in you know in even elementary school this is ridiculous and it's sick i mean these are the abominations i think god was talking about that are definitely not favorable in his mind i mean and it's not just that it's not just the perversion but it's also you know the, the the wicked in general who try to pilfer everybody around the world that you know the the evil cabal right the banksters all those people but at the end of the day sudden ruin is going to come for this for the wicked and when it does come it's going to come and it's probably going to scare a lot of people but you got to remember it says you got to remember it says do not be afraid of the sudden terror because it's going to be fearful in our eyes but you got to remember so long as you're not one of those abominations or the evil you know wicked unrighteous uh you know entities if you will that's you know committing these atrocities you're going to be fine so long as you have eyes on the cross and you have christ in your heart and you walk side by side with god you will be fine and as it continues to say in verse 26, for the Lord will be your confidence and will keep your foot from the snare. For the Lord will be your confidence and will keep your foot from the snare. What does that mean? Well, if you have the Lord with you, he's going to keep you from getting caught up in the traps of the wicked. He's going to keep you from stumbling. He's going to keep you from, from falling into their little traps and their snares. And it continues to say, do not withhold any goods from the owner when it is in your power to act. Let's see, where is, there's another area here. Oh, right here, verse 29. Do not plot evil against your neighbors when they live at peace with you. Do not plot evil against your neighbors when they live at peace with you. There's so many people, and when I say neighbors, that's just not just your next door neighbor, but just, you know, your fellow brothers and sisters in general that you share this earth with, right? This domain. You know, when it comes to sharing this common land with one another, 
Obviously, we're going to have a lot of differences with some people, some more than others. But, you know, the important thing is, is that you do not try to make other people stumble. It's very important that you don't try to make other people fail, right? Don't plot evil against your neighbors, especially when they live at peace with you. I mean, it's like basically, you know, antagonizing and waking a sleeping dog. Why would you do that? They're at peace. Why would you do that? Because all you're going to do is anger them. So it's the same thing here. Uh, let's see what else is here. Uh, verse 31. I underlined that one. I thought that was kind of relevant. Do not envy the violent and choose none of their ways. Yeah, don't envy the violent. Why would you? Why would you want to envy somebody who is violent and wicked? Nothing good comes from them. It makes no sense. Um, and then the last line I kind of like. This is kind of be a little short, short uh, reading because I was having troubles with Pond Bean. But the last one that I kind of underlined this morning when I was reading it was, let's see, verse 35. Where the wise will possess glory, but fools will, will bear shame. And that's so true. The wise will possess glory. Who is the wise? Well, the people that have the eyes to see and the ears to hear. Those are the people that, you know, had the discernment to really listen to God and to follow his voice. All right. Which brings me to, uh, reminds me, there's a, uh, there's a sound clip that I want to bring on here. Uh, I wish I would have thought about it ahead of time. I would have played it now. It would have been perfect. Um, it talks about listening to God's voice. And it talked about some men that were in the Cessna airplane uh, up in Alaska and anyway, long story short, pilot passed out. And so the two lawyers that were on this plane, they had no flying experience and they were trying to radio for help and make a long story short. The radio tower, basically the control tower told them, you have to listen to my voice. You have to listen to my voice and I will guide you in. And so anyway, some of the story was, well, I'm not going to even give it away, but I'm going to find that sound clip and play it because it's about five or six minutes long. And man, was that powerful. But the whole purpose, the whole premise of the story was listening to God's voice. Okay. You may not see him. You may not know where he's at, but he sees you. He knows where you're at. And so you, as long as you drown out the distractions and you get rid of the, the noise that pollutes your, your head, like social media or TV or corrupt music or, or, or whatever, you, you eliminate those noises and distractions and that allows God's voice to come in and to transmit into your mind. And God speaks in many different ways. It's not just audible. But the purpose of what the whole purpose of that story, I'm going to find that one. I'm going to make sure I have the sound clip. But basically is you won't see him and you don't know where God is. But as long as you listen to his voice, he will guide you every step of the way. That's why I say that's why I open up a lot of these shows where I say, you know, never fear because God is at the side. You know, he's at the helm. God and Jesus Christ are at the helm. They're at the wheel of the ship that's, through, you know, going through these crazy chaotic waters that we call life because right now everything is chaotic for people inflation is nuts gas prices are through the roof people are trying to make these hard decisions if you're a newborn you know if you're a new mother with a baby and you're not breastfeeding you can't find formula that's a problem i mean there's a lot more problems out there than most people even realize but again you put your eyes on the cross and you put your faith and trust in god and lord savior jesus christ you will be just fine. Well, Jason, how do you know it? Trust me, I've been through enough trials and tribulations in my own life where I thought I was not going to make it out on the other end. And it turned out I made it on the other side every single time without question. And I'm doing just fine. You 
will be too. Just because you can't see a way doesn't mean there isn't a way. Okay, God always provides a way. In fact, if you read The Art of War, if I recall correctly from that book, it says that if you have your enemy surrounded, always leave a way out. Okay, well, it's the same thing here. If you're in trouble and trouble surrounds you, God will create a way out. Always. Always. So you want to ask me, how do I know this? Well, because it's, it's, I'm, I'm just going to call it, I'm going to call it like it is the law of, of the law of the way out. I mean, cause there's always a way out, always a way out. So anyway, that's all I have for today. I hope this was uh, kind of, uh, you know, this kind of hit your heart, you know, just right. Uh, again, this is 1% or less with him. For those of you out there that are new to this, the whole reason it's called 1% or less with him is because we all have the same 24 hours in a day. And 1% of those 24 hours is just a little shy of 15 minutes. So we're coming up on 13 minutes. So it's a little light today, but we're going to end this on the prayer. So it might bring us out to 15 minutes. So anyway. Heavenly Father, we thank you so very much for another day of life and good health. And we thank you for all of the many blessings that we often overlook in our lives, like electricity that turns the lights on, indoor plumbing, cars that get us to and from work, even if they're just little beat up, dinged up, scratched up jalopies like mine. I appreciate them because it still runs great and it gets me to and from work so I can work. And speaking of work, thank you for the gift of work because without work, I would be unable to take care of my family. And I pray that you continuously, not just make me, but anyone who's listening, keep us healthy, keep us strong with able bodies so we can continue to enjoy the gift of hard work because we know that an idle mind is the devil's workshop. And as long as we continuously work, we're always striving and to do our best to take care of those who are close to us and those that are unfortunate. And we pray all this in your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. And so with that, I bid you all adieu. And I'm going to come back with a His Hardline quick look here in just another minute or two. And we'll see you on the other side. Have a blessed day, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you again for joining us here at His Heart Line. You just listened to 1% or less with him. Don't forget you can find us at www.hisheartline.com. We look forward to seeing you next time. Have a blessed day.